0: morning everyone welcome to the show
1: <laughs> what's up guys Just like how tommy had like spirit fingers today
0: right yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm energized like i told you i slept in so i got a little bit more yeah. energy this morning maybe i should do that more often
1: yeah good nerd all
0: right so anyways, today we're going we're to be talking about the international shipping with, with Pirate Ship Simple Export. I want to understand more about it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Nate's going to be joining us in a, in a while. He's got some things he's doing right away this morning, but I want to understand more of it. I'd like to take advantage of it, but I don't want to jump into it because I don't want to do it wrong and end up sending something and and I don't know, just it not work out right. So when, once he gets in, we'll dive into that a little deeper. I know you you use it, though, right?
1: Yeah. I do both still. It just depends. If it's like a shiftier um, type, it, it, I, I base it on the uh, customer. If they ask for it, I'll do it. And then also if they if they don't seem shifty, I'll do it. You know what I mean? Because I've, I've dealt with a lot of um, shiftier international customers. So I still kind of use discretion with it.
0: See, I've never had anybody ask me, hey, can you ship this differently?
1: Yeah, I'm getting like, it more and more now.
0: I know. It looks like we have a few people in here already. You want yep. to uh, You want to say good morning, Anthony? Because you're so good at it,
1: man. Absolutely. Uh, good morning to Steven Scroggins. You get those brownie points this morning. You're the first one in, followed by Kelly, the Ecom Mom Ward. Good morning, Kelly. Uh, good morning to Craig, Shark Picker. Glad to see you, buddy. Uh, Kelly hit flippin mama. Glad to see you here, Kelly. You are oh. amazing. She actually cut off a live for us this morning. So thank you so much. You've been a wonderful friend.
0: Oh, that's uh, awesome.
1: Good morning to you, might want to say it, Tommy. Them flipping cruders.
0: Them yeah. flipping cruders. <laughs>
1: <laughs> good morning, Michelle Lathan. Uh, Veronica the cherry picker. Uh, Jameson's Closet. Good morning to you. Uh, Dad's Vintage Garage. How you doing, John? All the way from Virginia. Eric Bischoff, my favorite WCW personality, Swamp Picker, hey Glenn, good to see you buddy, uh, Chris, old school picker, what's up man, I Buy Sell Sparkle, what's going on, good to see you today, Kelly Howell, thanks for being here.
0: Just just for the record, I, I Buy Sell Sparkle is previously Dab Kitty Sparkle.
1: Gotcha, okay.
0: I seen that in a in a chat the other day. I was like, "Who's that? That's a new name I haven't seen before." And then I, so she said, "I'm Dab, Dab Kitty Sparkle."
1: Nice. Uh, Tracy uniquely Me's in the house. What's up, Tracy? Good to see you. I was watching the show last night, and I was thinking, like one one of these mornings, we should have Tommy and Tracy on, and have like the night show and invade the morning show.
0: Absolutely. That'd be, cool. um, that'd be fun.
1: Uh, David Rubino, good to see you. Um, BK Vetting and Flipping. What's up, Matt? Good to see you. All the way out there in Arizona. That desert heat.
0: That's where I want to be right now.
1: Yeah, I hear you. Cool. Yeah, just let us know when when you both are available, Tracy. At any time. Tommy and I are very flexible. doesn't matter if it's on his channel or my channel.
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure. I I think that would be... Be a good morning.
1: Yeah, I'd, I'd be curious to know. Um, yeah, invasion is a wrestling term. Absolutely, <laughs> I love it. Um, I'd be curious to know how many of you guys are using the simple export already. Um, maybe a one if you are, and a two if you're not.
2: Um, yeah, uh,
1: Debbie does sales. Good morning to you.
0: Yeah, I'm real curious, too. I, I want to use it. I'm sorry. I know you have to I don't remember how I did it. What do you do? Message them or email them or something and ask them to apply the feature to your account. It's not like just that, yeah, right?
1: You just go on their website. On the side, there's a little chat with us tab. You just click on that and say, hey, I'd like to add the uh, simple export. It looks like it's a good mix. People who are not aren't. So, I think this will be a a good topic for today. Uh, Like I said, I I do use it. Uh, Whenever I first saw Lonnie drop the video where, uh, you know, he explained how to do it, I went and got it that day, and uh, I've been using it a little bit here and there. Um, At first, I did it um, just to kind of save myself a little bit of money, you know, just on the uh, process if it was, like, a, uh, you know, decent customer. You know what I mean? I'd head over there and... You know, Shave a little bit off. Um, I had one guy from Canada who uh, This is right after I had that huge video game score with all the GameCube games and stuff I bought I had one guy from Canada by nine and I really wanted to give him a good deal. So I uh, You know that was right around the time I got the uh, some black sport. So I went over there and hooked him up It's just insane the prices especially to Canada because really, for me, I can send something to Canada the same distance I'd send something to Tommy. So, right,
0: yeah, that's, that's So it is here too. It's right above us. I mean, I've I've used it once. The, re- the reason I signed up for it is because I sent some stuff to uh, Cliff. Yeah, that he, that he won at one of our auctions, and but that's the only time I really used it. it the reason I don't use it more offer offer shipping. Myself, everything I do is global shipping through eBay. Yeah. And I mean I've seen other channels and other people on YouTube talk about, you know, when they use the simple export, how it really boosted their international sales, which makes sense because I know the global shipping's high. Yeah. But it's,
1: it's, it's, how,
0: it's, it's, how do you how do you I don't know how you you calculate that? I mean, if you don't know where in the world you're gonna ship it, how do you know what to put for a shipping cost?
1: I, uh, I have a little screenshot I took off the computer that might make a, that a little bit easier. And Come I know... I this too. Okay, so here's the breakdown. Can you see that good, Tommy? You might want to make no, that...
0: Let me, let, me, let me make you... Uh, let me make you big.
1: All right. Okay, so this is the breakdown, and I, I accidentally trimmed the top off. But uh, the first column there, um, that is Canada. The second column there is uh, the rest of the world. So those are the shipping rates that you're gonna have by weight.
0: It's pretty much a, almost like a flat rate no matter exactly. where you're Oh, exactly. okay, yeah, I sure. didn't even know that.
1: Yep, so it's a flat rate. So that, that's the breakdown. So uh, depending on how much your item weighs, when you go to list it, you can go and you can actually put the shipping in there. And what I'll do sometimes is I'll even pad it a little bit. Like, for example, like, you know, I might charge $9 or, you know, like a buck a buck more just to like cover uh, handling and stuff like that on international. And what you can do is you can set it up uh, two different uh, international shippings. You can set up one for Canada and you can set up one for worldwide. Okay. So if they're in Canada, then can go and select uh, the international shipping option to Canada. And if they're somewhere else, they can select you know, wherever they're from or whatever. You know, okay. So that that's essentially it. There's just a breakdown. Um, you know, uh, half pound to four pounds, and those are the those are the rates
0: you can expect. Hmm. See, I didn't know it was like that. I thought like, okay, if I'm going to send it to to Europe, it's it's going to be a different price than if I send it to Australia. You know. So I was like, how do you figure all that in? I didn't realize it was a flat like that. Which is good to know. Uh,
1: fair is asking, can I link Pirate Ship to a website? Uh, have you heard of Vip or VIP, Sale? I've never heard of Vip or No. I don't even know if I'm saying it right, to be honest with you. Um, okay, so, so Debbie's asking, why do people put all the Pirate Ship in bags? Um, that's only for cubic shipping, Debbie. Es- essentially, what that is, is You can put a box um, in an 18 by up to an 18 by 18 poly bag, and that can be considered cubic shipping, um, which essentially um, say the box weighs 20 pounds, it might cost you $20, $30 to ship that priority. If you ship that cubic, you're going to be spending right around the $8 mark, um, depending on where you're sending it. So it it drastically cuts down uh, the cost. That you're you're actually shipping stuff at um there's um a there's a big gray area in and a lot i've seen online as far as cubic goes but uh the yeah. official stance is it has to fit in an 18 by 18 poly bag you know what i mean like it, whenever i first learned of it i i thought that it was you know you could just wrap a 18 by 18 box you know in a garbage bag and ship yeah. it out that way but if you get caught doing it that way then you could get penalized and like if you do it enough it could be considered like um like mail uh, fraud or something like that uh, tommy knows a little bit better than me because he's actually done gone and talked to his postmaster about it in depth so yeah I'll,
0: I'll, and I'll basically basically you you hit it right on the head if it can fit in the 18 by 18 bag you know you, you get that cubic rate which is a lot better than the, the weight and distance weight or rate, you know. So, I mean, that, that's really all there is to it. If it if it fits in a, in a bag, eight, no bigger than 18 by 18, I mean, that that's the best way to ship. And if you have, like, no, you know, I, I don't have any 18 by 18 bags. Right now I have 14 by 18, but I shipped out something yesterday. I can't even remember what it was, but I ended up cutting, like, 8 inches off to 18 it like i cut it down to a 10 by 14 and that even saved more money yet because it's not the size of the package you can tape your bag down in your corners you know there was a thing about that too whether you can or not you can you can tape your corners down and everything but what they what the cubic rate goes on is based on the actual size of that bag so if you can tr- shave a few inches off of it go ahead and do it and uh you have to cut it off, though, because if for some reason they would want to inspect it, they're going to go by the actual size of the bag laid flat. And here, Jameson's Closet, she's got a question. Do you have the weights in your items that are listed on eBay? I do not have weights, so I'd have to go in and add all the weights. Now, I imagine she's talking about the weights for your internet. You'd have to know the weight of your product for the international shipping, right?
1: Yeah, if you're, if you're going to set it up um, as the automatic, you know, I mean, honestly, it's a good practice to have to have all of the weight for your items listed in your listing anyway. Uh, for me, all of my uh, shipping that I do for the most part, unless it's like a trading card, um, I, I do calculated shipping on almost everything. Um, I'm starting with some of the simple export um, to do um, just a flat rate to those parts of the world. But... For the most part, you—it's a good practice to to have an accurate weight on your items when you go to list them. Um, I know for me, like I do so much shipping now, a lot of times I'll just guess what the weight is and type it into um, type it into eBay, and then when it comes time to ship, I know that I'm probably within a few ounces of the of the accurate weight, so it never hurts me, and sometimes it actually uh, nets me a little bit more money for uh, handling. But um, for the most part, if you don't know that, I would say just toss it on a scale real quick when you go do, uh, do your lifting, just so that way you don't ever short yourself on on shipping.
0: Yeah. Mama says, at the bargain effect, what's a mama got to do to get a wrench around here? I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. You're blue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least <he> now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's hard to tell if you're not actually on. <laughs> There's a good, pretty little sale I just had right here, $25. Little action figure. Um, but it's hard to tell if you're not actually popping out the YouTube chat now, like who's blue and who's not, because on uh, StreamYard, they all just look black. Right. So. I would like to see if they could differentiate that and even add in the options to, you know, wrench people over there.
0: See, she's blue now. Yeah, because I, I have the chat up over here so I can see like who's blue and not. Yeah. I don't I don't look at it too much unless I, I keep one that's doing a live scroll and then I use the other one to scroll through and see what's yeah probably missed, you know. Yeah. She feels special now. You are special.
1: Absolutely. You're the mother of the reselling community. You We're not be say, No,
0: I'm not saying what kind of special, but you're <laughs> special. <laughs> 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 yeah. So, like one one of the questions that I know I know Nate was doing a little research last night on it. But, like, I've, I've seen a lot of YouTubers say they don't ship to certain countries because of how their mail system works or there's not tracking available there. And how, that that's my biggest thing. How how do I know what countries to stay away from? I mean, there's so many. It's, that's it's probably cool more of
1: a Nate question because I don't really know that answer yet, to be honest with you. And that, that's another reason I keep the uh, simple uh, export not simple export, the uh, global shipping available too on some stuff because if it's some, like, shyster from some kind of, like, crazy country, um, you know, coming at me with, like, some kind of crazy request, then I just, I'm sorry, I only I only offer global shipping, you know, and I make sure that as soon as it hits Kentucky, it's eBay's problem.
0: Right. I mean, I like the, the global shipping because of the protections it offers. Yeah. You know, I know, I know once it leaves... Kentucky, um, I, I don't worry about it no more. You know,
1: I, I guess Michelle put a link to the countries up above, but oh, really? because she doesn't have a wrench either.
0: Oh, what the heck! I'm slipping. She should have had a wrench a long time ago. She's, she's no, she Michelle. You'd
1: be getting wrenched officially
0: if she can. If she can drop <laughs> it again, that'd be great.
1: Here, hey, everybody just have one. Boom! You get a wrench. You get a
0: wrench. You get a wrench. yeah You see when when alex batman flipper yeah that one night he was just went on a, a wrench handout. he yeah. didn't even know people he's like you're getting a wrench if you act up i'll take it away <laughs> yeah I should good morning
1: stuff from sally tom the queen city picker good to see you guys alabama thrifter good morning to you moronic test good morning uh, good morning to uh, kimmy uh, borderline hoarderish
0: Let's see, where I pass the one, let me see, where is that? Let me bring it up here. When I used to ship overseas, I wouldn't ship to Brazil, Peru, and would never ship twice to Italy. Now I use GPS, so they'll ship anywhere.
1: Yeah, I, I actually ship to Brazil a lot. Like That's one of the uh, countries that seem to be popping up a lot, as far as the stuff I sell at least
0: okay yeah she she reposted that link i wonder. it's a list of countries but usps edelcon international tracking provides a full package tracking to 45 countries well that's cool and then the other question that i would have and this is what he was trying to research like i know certain countries you can't send certain things to like there, there's there's yeah. countries I don't remember what it is, but like you can't even send clothes there.
1: Oh wow. You can't yeah, some music. like you can't send perfume, some you can't send clarinet music.
0: Yeah, so I mean how are you supposed to know all that? You know? I uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like when you when you list on eBay, does it not make it eligible? Does it like in those countries of people are searching not show it to them people so you don't have to worry about it? Or what I don't, I don't know
1: i would imagine that some people are still trying to get over on their country too like trying to get those items that they're not supposed to have but i mean those are such stupid uh, roles like really you can't have clarinet music
0: yeah okay so like kelly says if put italy will not allow you to import or export of leather goods so if i have a leather jacket which i do occasionally post on ebay do the people, it does eBay just not allow them to see it because it's labeled as leather? Or are they able to purchase it and now I can't ship it to them? That, that's what I'm worried about dealing with.
1: What's the, do you, do you have the idea, Moronic Pest, why they do that? Like if toys aren't made of wood, they confiscate them. That's like the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I would be like uh, if i was like the person who like did the mail in italy i'd have like the coolest toy collection i would just go through and i'd like be pulling all the cool stuff for myself and okay. i sell it back on ebay <laughs> that's what i need to do that's going to be my new job i'm going to go to italy and i'm going to be a package inspector and uh that's going to be how i source
0: <laughs> yeah see so tracy said yeah they can they can still purchase you would need to cancel the order and that that's what i don't want to deal with i don't i don't want to deal with having to cancel orders i don't want to have to deal with okay i'm selling this item now let me look up every country to see if i can make it available to ship there not. that'd be way too time consuming
1: well i think you're going to have that issue anyway even with uh um gsp
0: well, GSP, if you use GSP, it only shows it to people that can buy it. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. And that, that's why I'm saying I don't know.
1: My thought process behind the whole thing is I think GSP is going away anyway.
0: You, you think know, so?
1: Why would eBay managed payments not allow GSP? Like they've completely removed it from that because eBay's moving into the managed payments eventually. Like eventually, they're going to completely phase out PayPal
0: so right. by spring that is supposed to incorporate GSP
1: oh it, it is supposed to incorporate GSP
0: yep, okay. it is supposed to know. why they didn't do it off the bat I don't know maybe because see when you use GSP there, there's two different transactions that happen yeah. there's a transaction for the purchase of your item and then there's the transaction of the GSP shipping fees you know, so maybe through their that that new merch account they got that Adyen or whatever, they didn't know how to set because it comes in as one payment. Now they got to separate it. eBay gets their portion, and and we get ours. I'd maybe be,
2: I don't know. I'd be
1: curious to know how much money eBay makes off of the GSP. Like, are they lining their? I would assume they have to be lining their pockets because if they're offering like to take care of any returns that come through. Or, I mean, like, any issues that are wrong with the package once it hits Kentucky. Like, offering to take on that big of a hit. I mean, imagine how many packages probably come back and have to be dealt with by eBay a year. You know, there, there has to be some form of kickback they're getting to make that, like, something they're willing to deal with.
0: Yeah, I, I had a situation like that, like Jim and, Jim and Tara says. They had a wood crate. GSP got to the shipping center. They sent a message that they cannot ship, and they gave the buyer the money back and let them keep their money. I, I had a situation with that with an electronic. I don't remember where it was going. It was an electronic, and they said that they could not forward it to where it needed to go, so they refunded the buyer. I was able to keep my money, and then whatever they do with the product, it probably ends up in a liquidation pallet somewhere.
1: Yeah, I, mean, I would be curious to um, really talk with a high volume international seller, just right. how much of a difference, like, and if they have some kind of a spreadsheet or something that breaks down the difference that offering the simple export has made to their business. Because, like I said, I still use both. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, because I'm I'm gonna stay on PayPal as long as I can, uh, just because I, you know. Uh, I use the PayPal debit card. And I'm doing a PayPal working capital loan. So, the more PayPal transactions I have, the quicker my loan gets paid down. So, uh, I'm going to stick with that as long as possible. But I like the option of using both
0: still. And then I, I wonder what's going to happen. Like, you're not going to be able to use like I say, you're not unless there's a way to. But, like, after the merge over to the managed payments, where that's just what you got yeah I, I imagine like the the paypal working capital loans are going to go away you know unless you're doing outside sales and invoicing you know and they show yeah. they bringing in money that way
1: yeah for sure because there's a lot of other platforms that don't even use paypal
0: right yeah like like macari they don't use paypal I, I You have to transfer Thanks that to your bank account. Uh, eBay, uh, Amazon doesn't use other. PayPal. Yep. And I know there's a lot of videos I've seen up in chat further up that that Lonnie did a video, I must have missed it, did a video earlier this week, Garage Flips, uh-huh. how he calculates or figures out his, his simple export rate for listing. Yeah. And, and Katie and Vicki put out a a while back a good video on on how to use the simple export and set it up uh-huh. but I haven't come across any videos that are actually answering the questions that I have about it yeah and I'm, I'm hoping I'm hoping Nate knows
1: well Nate from what I understand has gone to like just simple export like he's replaced global shipping completely with simple export at this rate so um, right. But then again like i don't know the number of for example uh international sales he does you know say per week per month you know per year whatever you know so that'll be interesting to see you know i know like his store is a lot smaller than mine but that doesn't necessarily mean he's not doing more business than me either right because for example like my store is Considerably bigger than Tommy Bernard's, but he blows me out of the water as far as sales, uh, the money he's making, all that stuff. You know what I mean? So I don't really think you can look at the size of a store and really get a really gauge a good um, view whether or not you know um, their uh, statistics or whatever they would say about a certain thing is is relevant or not. In my opinion. You know, like I'm sure you and I, Tommy, probably do similar numbers, and your store is even considerably smaller than mine, right? Aren't you like in like the three, four hundred?
0: Yeah, I'm right now. I think I'm I can tell you here in a second, but yeah, I'm below 400 at the moment. Yeah, I'm way down. I mean, I'm way down below 299 is what I have active right now.
1: Yeah, see, so yeah, I'm pretty low at this point, too. Like, I just dropped under 1100 yesterday. Uh, typically i'm anywhere from 12 to 1300 as far as listings but then again like i i still have a bunch of like uh, i would say crap listings up that i'm in the process of kind of liquidating at this point to make room you know because when i first started ebay i i started by listing uh all my flea market inventory which isn't necessarily the best stuff you want to be listing on ebay so I have a bunch of, like, year-old crap that I need to just pull down and liquidate.
0: Debbie asked, what other systems can you use instead of PayPal? And to be 100% honest, I I don't know if there's anything else out there that operates like PayPal. I, I do believe once you go over to manage payments, PayPal is still an option for the buyer, right? I, I think that's what I understand. I mean, oh, okay. if, they go, if they go and just, like, say they're going to pay with their credit card or whatever, it's automatically going to go through that 80-on account you have for processing. But I think they pick to pay. You, you can you make, make the it.
1: option on, um, like, as a consumer, how you want to pay. Like, it'll give you different options. Like, you can use PayPal. You can use... You know
0: credit card after yeah, they are app, adding Apple pay I think Apple Pay is available now with with the merchant account
1: okay uh, Tracy's asking if I've had a lot of issues with the item specific glitch in the past uh, couple days many listings I haven't um, and the reason for that is I'm not a big clothing seller like I have clothing listed But um, the majority of my stuff that I sell is is not really affected by that Um, Have you had any issues with the glitch Tommy?
0: Um, I did the the first two days then starting. What was it like Thursday afternoon? They started correcting themselves. Not all of my listings are corrected yet but I mean I could have went through and edited them one at a time And it was basically a size issue error. And eBay put out a thing that saying that they're working on the nuance problem. They're going to fix it, blah, blah, blah. And slowly by slowly, I've been seeing my listings fix themselves. And I would say with the amount of clothing that I have and at the rate that I'm seeing the progress and fixing and them adjusting my listings, I'm imagining by today or tomorrow they're all going to be on track again.
1: That's good to know because from what I saw in the Rally Roots video that they put out about it, um, the person they were talking to said eBay had no plans to fix it themselves.
0: No, they I'm, were
1: upset because they were going to have to pay to have somebody go in and fix it for them.
0: No, no, no. I, I can even let me see, let me find it. But yeah, yeah I, I know, every, know everybody was in a in a uproar, a big uproar about it, and I was like. I'm going to give them a few days to fix it. I mean, if I was strictly a clothing seller, it, it would have hurt me a lot more. You know, there's a lot of people like this. So all they do is yeah. sell clothes. So it's, it's, it's going to hurt them.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I do very minimal clothing. So it, it didn't really affect me very much. Like, do I have clothing listed? Absolutely. Um, will I list clothing again? Probably. But try to not do it as often as possible just because i don't enjoy doing it
0: okay so i'm gonna screen share this this came out yesterday i believe and uh yeah and so they recognize the issue and the issue that prevented sellers from relisting or revising listings in certain categories, searching the left hand navigation filters is missing certain item specifics, such as size. And then they, they've been updating this post. There was a technical issue. Some item specifics did not update, as correcting some listings were blocked during the relisting and revision. In addition, a new required field, few, <clears throat> field is showing up blank and listings appear incomplete. And then the, the last update on it is the the unblocked. Any of the listings that have an error, they unblocked them from not showing, so they will show up even with that being empty. And they are working, we are currently working on a solution to create a copy of the old item specifics data and copy it into its new equivalent, so the required item specifics will automatically be filled with the same value. We are aware that some sellers have chosen to end their listings and use the self-similar feature to change the information in listings. We do not recommend this. However, if you decide to, please do check your remaining fee list just to make sure you when you end them, you're not going over your allowance and whatever. But they they are working on fixing it. And I'll drop the link to this if somebody wants to go and read it thoroughly. anybody wants to read that article in entirety but and they update it as they're they're making progress yeah that's good so as of right now the listings should not be blocked even if they have that error as they're going through the process of fixing it one thing
1: i've noticed with um ebay in the past is you can't always really take what people tell you on the phone like as the gospel truth, because the majority of the time you'll get three different answers from three different agents, uh, especially, right. you know, with them outsourcing stuff to different countries and stuff like that, um, which is terrible because if you call a, a, an organization, like for example, I used to work in the corporate office for giant Eagle, which is a, one of the biggest grocery chains in, pennsylvania and ohio um i used to work for their corporate office and if you called our office and um you know you had some kind of a question like we would get you the legitimate answer we wouldn't give you any bad information or whatnot but then again we handled everything basically here in pittsburgh as far as because that's where giant eagle was born is in pittsburgh so all of the claims and everything came directly to us but I guess an organization as big as eBay, they need to kind of outsource for extra stuff. But I, if, if I'm eBay, I'm going to make sure that even if like you're calling India or Ireland or wherever the call might go, um, it, it's a uniform statement. You know what I mean? And when something like this comes down, it's like, you better believe I'm like sending out like emails that everybody must read, be updated on, you know what I mean? Like there's a, there's a glitch, you know, like for example, for us, like, We would get um, statements like if there's a food recall, even if it's something like, for example, lettuce. We don't even carry the type of lettuce that has been recalled. We would get, you know, um, everybody would get emails and memos on, you know, the lettuce, different things that we should say. You know, we don't carry that, but blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? Like all that stuff would be addressed. I would like to see eBay do something like that because sending out an email, um, for any of these items, you know what I mean? Because
0: right.
1: from the first phone college, they should be putting together some kind of a case on their end in the customer service that goes to some kind of department that says, okay, there's an issue with this, this, and this from that point, it should copy several different departments who can then put together some kind of a blanket statement that they can release that, um, Anybody who answers the phone should be able to deliver. But right. I don't know. Like, I, 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 from coming from somebody who's come from that world and seen it run efficiently, um, dealing with even several phone calls I've made there, and I've been like, wow, this is insane. Like, especially the differences of uh, service and information you'll get across different people that answer the phone. Just, it's insane to me. I don't know if anybody else has experienced that, but I, I've experienced that quite a bit as far as their customer care team. Yeah, for sure, Michelle. Like, I, I've I've managed, like, complete customer care teams before in the past. And, um, I mean, really, all, all you need to do is just make sure that you basically have your ducks in a line and that you are as kind and compassionate to the customer as possible. Hey what's up Justin? Good to see you, bud.
0: Now you know with like this situation though, I think I think eBay is doing well at acknowledging the problem and you know kind of like I say the, the update this is keep adding to it with, with updates. Yeah. Which I think is a big progression because they never used to address issues until well after it was, you know, a, a a big problem and almost over with, and I'm just wondering if that has a new guy, if that has to do with the new guy that replaced that's replaced the CEO temporarily. If he's like more in that mindset of, hey, we got to let our sellers know what's going on. We got to let them yep. know that we're not just blowing it off or we're doing. I what would and you know,
1: I, I definitely would if I was them. You know, I, I would love to. I mean, granted, I'm a nobody, but I would love to kind of get on some kind of a panel for eBay and be like, "Hey, like, do this, this, and that," you know. And like I said, I'm a nobody. Like, I, I I'm not like any kind of corporate bigwig or anything like that. I've worked in corporate situations, but then again, like that was for grocery and not for e-commerce. Although, um, I was part of several panels of grocery moving more into the e-commerce side, you know what I mean? Being able to place orders, you know, online or through an app and pick it up at the store, that kind of stuff, or you know what I mean? Like different stuff like that. But, um, I don't know. I, I just think that the, eBay would do well to give sellers in the community, some kind of a voice into, uh, almost like they do with uh, people that hold like large shares, you know what I mean? Like shareholders meetings. Like, I would I would love to see, like, some kind of a seller's meeting where sellers could kind of voice, you know, this is what I think you should do, this, is or that. You know what I mean? Like, or at least give some kind of an opinion. And I'm sure that they have some kind of <laughs> your comments matter type thing. You know? You yeah,
0: know, well, we went, whatever, We went, it's going to be two years ago, and me and Destiny went to Ecom Chicago, you know, which was a big... I mean, there was, there was people from everywhere there. There was people from Inventory Labs. There was people from eBay, you know, and they all spoke and whatever. But they did have, like, an open open floor question and answer and suggestion type thing going on throughout the three days. So you, you might want to look. I know the one for this year, I think it's coming up in, like, two weeks. We're not going to make that one. But see if they have something like that in your area. It was quite interesting, and we learned a whole lot that you don't see on YouTube or you don't see on eBay forums. We've been doing them by Nate every day I'm hustling.
2: Maybe it's he's
0: got a for us that we've been asking.
2: What's going on, everybody? Sorry yeah. I'm a little late.
0: But, it's uh, funny. The minute
1: you jumped in, I was remembering yesterday they called you every day damn vaping, and the first thing you do is crack a <laughs> <have>
2: vape. <laughs> I, I chain vape. I can't help it. It's, uh, <laughs> I'm used to like being at work and where I'm not able to like vape normally or like yeah. on occasion. So it's like every once in a while, I'll just like you know, just chain vape. Like like I like I'm at work and you know I have a short period just to hurry up and go. You know, back to work and you know, get my nicotine in and run. So, so I'm going to have mindset that I have, like, yeah. you know, a short period of time to vape and just get it my yeah. can.
0: <laughs> Catch you later, yeah. Tracy.
2: Um, Does yeah.
0: she yeah. know you got a, a working yeah. thing later? What Anthony? The- What's that? Does Tracy know you got a working thing later? Maybe she'd want to jump in there.
1: I don't know. You're welcome to join, though, Tracy, if you'd like. Uh, 2 p.m. Eastern, I scheduled one. Um, she's
0: she's fun to hang out.
1: out. With. Anyone that wants to hang out and work 2 p.m. Eastern on my channel uh, will be doing that. So I got to get uh, my listings in order. This has been a horrible week for me listing. So uh, this is keep me accountable today, guys.
2: Yeah, I need to. Uh, I need to do some stuff on eBay too. So I'll probably stop into. Yeah. Because I gotta. I gotta fix all my listings, like all my closing listings from. uh from that whatever they did no we just had a discussion about that leave them alone yeah i gotta it i gotta fix
0: up within the next they're, they're so i'm noticing mine are fixing themselves over the last two days
2: yeah i had a few few that were like i think on some of the newer ones that i had they're okay but like some of the older ones that like maybe were sitting for a few months you know those ones are or the ones i have to like basically just go in and then uh they're already, the information's already there. I just have to click basically like update and then it'll go in the boxes for the most part, the information it's missing. So it's not a long process. And actually, you know, I'm able to add my international shipping on some stuff that I didn't add yet. So it's kind of, you know, two for one deal for me right now. So it's not too, oh. too bad. yeah. Cause I, I, I started the international shipping, like I always did the global uh, shipping program, but, you know, and I still offer that. But uh, you know, I was starting to add the simple export uh, after I got the information from Lonnie uh, on Garage Clips. Uh, he we were on a, we were in a chat or something like that, and he was saying, "Check it out!" And so uh, I was like, "You know, that's." He was telling us about it, and I'm like, "Wow, it's pretty awesome!" Because the, the the price to ship something priority to Canada is actually not that bad of a price, and to the world, it might be a little more. You know pricier but you know it's actually not too bad because it's not it's just by weight it's not by dimensions so I was checking it out and every time I'd get a new listing of something that you know I felt that you know it was you know okay or you know I didn't I, under the research that I looked up uh, I added it in and everything so uh so now after doing a little more research you know I, I do have some more stuff that I feel more confident and adding in, added in. Um for anyone that's looking to do simple export, uh, like I said, it's it's by weight. There's categories of eight ounces, so eight ounces and under, uh one pound and under, two pound and under, three pound and under, and four pound and under. Uh and it's there's no you don't have to worry about dimensions at all. So that what makes a great is on some different items, like some of the bigger items are or, or if you got like uh like I have a dinosaur for for example, it's a Jurassic Park ones, forty Forty or twenty six, I think it's almost forty inches long. So basically, I could ship at to Canada, and it wouldn't be. It actually probably be cheaper to ship to Canada than it would be in the United States, <laughs> if that makes any sense. But uh,
0: so it strictly goes by weight.
2: Yeah, it's just by weight. It, it has nothing to do with uh, with any of the the dimensions or anything. It, it's a it's a flat rate, uh, you know, item where you, you know like where you pay by the weight only. And that's no matter where it's going in the world. Yeah, it's there's two different prices. There's one for Canada where that, you know, obviously that would be the cheapest. And then there's one for every everywhere else in the world. So no matter where else you ship, like for me, I have to do two different. Uh, like usually I would do it with my phone, you know, my listings and stuff like that. But because I'm adding the multiple internationals in, I have to finish it on my lap or my laptop now or my desktop. Because you're not able to add an an additional uh, option of, you know, you can add one where, you know, I can add Canada in or the rest of the world or whatever. But I do uh, Canada and then I do um, Europe, UK, Germany, Australia. Um, I can't remember the other one. Let me look up something real quick. I had a brain fart uh what was the other one i did basically the ones i don't do is like you know the the south america mexico which i might be doing might look into doing mexico more i have to look up and see how bad uh you know their postal stuff is from but uh let me see here so i do Europe, United Kingdom, Germany, France, uh, Australia, and Russia. Those are the ones that I do. I don't do Asia, uh, China, Japan, uh, South America, Mexico, Brazil. Those are the ones that right now that I'm staying away from. And part of that's uh, I took that uh, recommendation from Lonnie because that's what he, he does. He just ships to those countries or whatever the case may be. Now the one thing that I do like about uh the simple export is you know it's great because it doesn't go by dimensions, it's pretty cheap in price, so you're very competitive on uh shipping and everything like that. But the thing I really like is the tracking. You know what I mean? Like from what I understand and what everything I've seen that on everything I've shipped, you know, you get tracking till it's till it's actually completed, you know, to it's actually delivered to your door and stuff like that. Um I shipped a couple things to Australia. I shipped something to the UK and I shipped something to Canada and it seems like it took around 10 business days for all those to uh, Get completed or whatever. So it's actually not too bad uh, You know ship speed those places
0: Now there was somebody earlier in chat before you You joined I can't remember who it was but they dropped a link it's a pirate ship link and it's a list of all the (laughs) countries that that provide the international <laughs> tracking. Okay, and there's there's 45 countries that will track door to
2: door.
1: Yeah, I think it was Michelle that dropped
2: it. Uh, yeah, yeah. So far, I haven't I haven't ran into any issues with the, any of the tracking and stuff like that. Um, yeah, like uh, like uh, Florida's hidden treasure was talking about Brazil uh, as the highest postal theft uh, rate. I go with the uh insurance on all my shipments. And so far the highest I've paid was I think it's a dollar I think it was a dollar thirty. So what I do is I add in two dollars on all my uh you know, shipping prices. So for example, uh an item to Canada costs that's under a half pound, which is eight ounces or under, would cost seven ninety five. So I would charge nineteen or ninety nine uh shipping for that item. So, uh, you know, because I'm able to add in the insurance, and then for the most part, you know all the fees and stuff from eBay for for the shipping charge is covered for the most part because I think it's like ten percent what right. they charge on that and stuff like that and and to the end
0: customer, the buyer, that price still probably looks a lot better compared to somebody that's shipping through the global shipping system
2: oh yeah i mean i've I've heard uh you know. I heard on some things it was close to double, Um, you know, and I was even looking up some things that if I used eBay's uh, international shipping through USPS, just, you know, through there, uh, there's a, like, there's a, there's a significant savings there too of, of a few bucks. Like I think it's, I think on a couple of things I looked up, it was like four bucks for something that was a pound or, or right under a pound. So it is a, you know, pretty significant savings. Now, I don't know where it is.
0: I came across it once by accident, but I, I had a, a shipment that was going through Global Shipping. I don't know if you click on the invoice or if you click on the payment details or something, but it actually showed you what they paid for shipping. And I was like, holy cow. I mean, you pay like thirty some dollars in shipping,
2: where if I would have sent it to like you, it would have probably been twelve. Right. Yeah, the, like from what I understand, you know, basically they're paying for the shipping cost for us to send it to Kentucky and then it's international basically, Uh, you know, whatever it costs or whatever on top of that. So, I mean, just imagine, I mean, say on average, it's going to be nine bucks for us to ship to Kentucky on, you know, anything over a pound, for example, you know, you're adding at least $20, even more on top of that. So they're paying all that compared to, say, the item is uh, three pounds, and I'm shipping it to the UK. It'd be 20, 25 bucks. So they're you know it'd be pretty decent savings, about five or six bucks. And uh, you know, and and then I have to I don't have to worry about dimensions or anything like that. All right. Craig Craig's got a really good question here too. Uh, do you include in your
0: description that the buyer may have to pay additional? import fees because i know that is a
2: thing too where right i do i put that in all my descriptions for everything that uh that i sell that has simple export so far okay. this way i'm covered for any like you know i don't know for like taxes or import customs fees or anything like that whatever anything that basically from that point on after the, the items shipped like they're responsible for yeah, yeah, that was a good
0: I never even, I never even thought of it because it'd be, it'd be horrible to ship it out,
2: and then you're like, oh,
0: well, I didn't know there was going to be an import fee. I don't want it no more.
2: I think, I think, I think what happens is like there's like tariffs on certain items from importing stuff like that from different countries and stuff like that. Like for example, like if we, if I ship something to to China, you know, we have that tariff thing right now with with taxes and everything like that. So. You know there would be a fee for for just that for example possibly even more so because of that and from what i hear china's uh shipping can be kind of crazy i've, I've staying away from from shipping out that way mm-hmm. now no one of the one of the questions and i know that you told me you were trying to
0: to find detailed information on it last night did you ever find like how you know like it Kelly says you can't ship leather to Italy. Don't, yeah. That, it. now, how do you, but how do you know that? How am I supposed to
2: know I can't ship leather to Italy when I'm listing it? So I called eBay yesterday So because I wanted to make sure, for one, I wanted to get the best information to you guys, you know, and for myself, of course, you know, to make sure that I'm doing everything correctly. And basically they told me that... They didn't have a list which i thought was kind of kind of funny you know because you know if i send something out and i you know by chance that's not allowed in that country or whatever you know what i mean like you would think they would block that off or you know right. or, or um, you know stop it or whatever the case is or even the suspend me because i shipped off an item like that you know they would need to know that information but they told me basically that, you know, if you do international shipping that it, you know, you're doing it at your own risk. Basically, if you do it directly to the customer and they suggested doing the, the global shipping program and from what they said was under the help and uh, like their help section or whatever, there's, they said there's a section that talks about the global shipping program and what categories are allowed and what's not. And, basically to go by that and you have to basically go to each country that's listed and go their customs and see what's allowed and what's not allowed, which some of it is, you know, some of it is like very basic where you, you know, it's common sense, like firearms and ammunition, some stuff like that where, you know, I can understand that stuff, you know, being a uh, risk or whatever. But, like, Canada has some some things that, uh, you know, that you're not able to ship, like uh, some baby items, uh, strollers, um, and different, uh, you know, items like that where they're actually not allowed in the country. Um, let me pull this up real quick. I, I made a start of documents uh, with some items of uh, that I was looking up and stuff like that. And uh I was kinda surprised. I, I figured there would be some, some some items on there that, you know, obviously um you know that, that would kind of surprise me or whatever. But uh I was kinda surprised on the, the baby shoulder thing. I mean I don't sell that and stuff anyway. Like I was just doing on mainly my clothing items and some other stuff, but um where is that document at? I can't find that document. Hold on one second, guys. I, I saved a document that had, you know, some information on Canada and... Uh, and... And, uh, and the UK. The UK was pretty basic. It, you know, it was, it was... It was nothing out of the ordinary from what I've seen on that. But, you know, you you do have to be careful. You have to actually... You know, the main. You know, stay on top of, uh, you know, items or things that, you know, might be added on later or whatever. You know, they can always change what's what's allowed and what's not, uh, to the list. So, well, I suppose like okay, you you have
0: like, I heard them all right about seven countries that you you ship to, right. So I I suppose it's not too bad. You know, to just go to the country and see what's restricted coming in when you're doing you know the seven and then just have a list of these are restricted in this country when you're posting and you know not to make it available there right but you know like if you want to go like a list of the countries on you know I wouldn't ship anywhere that doesn't have tracking door-to-door right like pirate ship like it it says there's 45 countries to try to keep track like if you want to be worldwide really and and take advantage of all them
2: countries Man, you did. There's
0: no way I don't you would be able to
2: keep track of all that. All that. Yeah, I mean, like, like I was surprised. I was, I was really, really surprised that just you know, eBay didn't have a list. You know, because how are we going to follow the rules and make sure we do follow the rules if they don't have basically a list to go by? In other words, you know what I mean? And and that really surprised me. You know a lot, and I mean, just think of the business that eBay is missing out on because some of the people, like even you know, like you said, Tommy, like you're a little uh, nervous about doing it and stuff like that because of, um, you know, the, the unknown of it and everything, and you just didn't have some of the information that you felt comfortable adding that to your business. But you know, for for eBay as a company, just to to kind of, you know, not have that. Well, uh, so,
0: you know i kind of I believe I believe they they have to they have to have that they have to know that because they're shipping, you know, right th- through the GSP, and it, it's probably just like Craig says here. They, they suggest GSP because they make more money on it, yeah. so they're not going to help you ship off another shipping platform that they ain't getting them out of so they're they're not going to probably voluntarily give you that information that's going to help you
2: ship outside of eBay well if, if I would ever get suspended or whatever because I you know people make mistakes and everything I'm telling you guys you know make sure you do your research because I'm not saying I'm a guru you know or anything like that but you know I do use it and I'm, I'm telling you my experiences of it and everything um, you know uh Things change in, you know, with the restrictions, some things get taken off. So it's always, uh, you know, safe to, to do your research before adding it. But, you know, from so far from the things that I added and I sold, um, you know, and I don't do a lot on eBay, uh, but, you know, the things I have sold, it's it's, it's be- definitely been an increase for me, you know, in sales and stuff like that. And, and it's all great feedback, no issues of, a damaged product or uh you know oh i didn't get the item or anything like that <clears throat> on on average
0: now have you used have you used the simple export since
2: the beginning or was there a time where you only did global shipping i did global shipping up until basically the point where you know lonnie was telling us about uh simple export because like, uh, like we were saying about, you know, the cost and stuff like that. And I even heard from some of my customers that were looking at some of my merchandise, you know, like, you know, I'm only able to pay, um, uh, say $5 for the item or whatever because of the, sh- you know, the cost and in, in the shipping and stuff like that. So, and I told them, you know, of course, on the item, it probably was a $20 item they wanted for five or 10 bucks. You know, I'm not able to do that. Um, sorry, basically, um, And, you know, that was a sale that I lost because of the extra cost of, of the shipping. So the way I look at it is by me being on, you know, being able to use simple export, you know, I'm able to be more competitive to not only sellers in the United States, but, you know, to other countries, but in their own countries as well, because, you know, for example, like say there's a, a gaming system that's rare or whatever, or a video game or whatever that, you know, that we collect or that we really want and we see it. And then we see like a 30 or $40 price tag on something that weighs under a pound. You know, you would be like, wow, that's, that's crazy. I'm not going to pay that. You know what I mean? Like it, it just takes it completely, uh, you know, out of the equation of you having a chance for a sale, you know what I mean? Versus, okay well maybe it's an extra five bucks but you know at least i'm getting what i want and you know i'm having an opportunity to get this item or whatever so
1: Uh, craig has a question for you he wants to know if you can tell him what percentage of your sales are international
2: um like i said i don't do a lot um you know um i probably sell uh i probably sell like one or two items a, a day um so i don't sell a lot on ebay but uh, I get at least one or two probably a week, you know what I mean. So it, it is a nice chunk of um the extra sales that I'm getting. Um, okay. When when you
0: were doing your simple or your your global shipping, what what was your average?
2: I mean, how often did you get uh, orders through to global shipping? Once in a blue moon. It was really it was really f- far in between. Um, the last one I sold was right when I was. Uh, starting to source for amazon i ended up finding a item it was uh it was a king kong doll or something crazy <laughs> that i got on it was a retail arbitrage and uh um you know they bought it they they paid the shipping i think they paid 40 dollars shipping for that that toy so whoever in russia bought it they must have been very wealthy people and uh just wanted it or big fans of the movie or whatever the case would have been but yeah, that was the last one I had. That was back in January or February.
1: Craig, is there a way to look that up on eBay for an, an exact percentage? Because I do a lot of international business. Like, for example, if I don't have one every day going international, I at least have one every other day going international. Like, I'm to the point where I've trained some newer people at the main post office I go to on how to process it international because a lot of them don't have zip codes and they don't know how to put it in um, to their system as far as um, international stuff, You know, unless somebody teaches them. So like I've actually gone through and said, yeah, you need to hit this, this and this. And (laughs) because I have that many international packages going out. And like I said, it's not the majority of what I sell, but like if it's not every day, like today right now, I don't have an international one yet, but I can almost, I don't want to say I can guarantee because I can never guarantee sales, but for the most part, I'll either get one today or tomorrow more than likely. Um, Cause I, I know for a fact I had one yesterday. Um, so if not every day, then I typically get one every other day.
2: Yeah, Cause I mean, if you think about it, I mean, if you're doing global shipping programming and they're paying that huge amount of money for that item, it either has to be something vintage or, a collector item or you know whatever it, i don't see someone buying too much of an everyday item or you know stuff like that you know what i mean so you're kind of really narrowing your audience of people that you could possibly you know make sales for and stuff like that and not only that the you know in search and stuff like that when people search lowest to highest or whatever you know and not from the other countries and stuff like that the international shipping because it's going to save me money actually put me higher in the search ranking for that, you know, that sort. So, you know, it, it gives me a better shot. It gives, it makes me more competitive. And I mean, from going basically one or two a year to, you know, I've already had four or five since starting it. Now I, I basically started, I think it was less than a month ago. Um, you know, I mean, it's, it's it's definitely a huge boost, you know. Because for me, and and anything that's going to give me a boost on eBay is 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 huge. I mean, you know, and it's 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 not going to cost me any more money, like like extra, like how promotions will or anything like that. So, uh-huh. but I mean, if you guys are, you know, like I have some information here on on the UK. Uh, the list is basically. Illegal drugs, offensive weapons, example, flick knives, self-defense, uh, self-defense sprays, for example, pepper spray or or CS gas, endangered animals, plant species, rough diamonds, indecent, obscene materials. You'll see a lot of the pornographic stuff is not allowed in other countries, so if you do have those items, I wouldn't uh, suggest trying to send any of that anywhere, because from what I've seen, a lot of that is on the list. Um... You're selling plants or something like that, which I know a lot of you, you probably aren't. If they're uh, if, 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 as long as they have no pests or diseases, they're allowed to be sold. And in Canada, basically baby walkers, infants, self feeding devices. Uh, I don't know how to say this name, but it's like a some type of bean, curry bean, an item containing them, and lawn darts with, elong, or with long tips uh um, so michelle they, she she put up a fedex link
0: while back up in the chat it's actually it's actually a very good link you you can go by import prohibitations by the country i'll show you the list yeah it'll it'll break down a list and give you everything right, okay. you know yeah, like I'll, anything possibly that i'd ship on ebay to to australia like things that i'd have posted you can't you can't send any toys or games containing copper sulfate, which I don't know what toys are gonna have that, but and what else was there? You can't any any items having a flex, a flexible metal blade entirely encased in a plastic paper or fabric sheath. So I imagine that's talking about like I couldn't sell a razor to and send it to, to Australia. Right. And then, like, you can't... Gardening seeds, too, you can't. Most of them I wouldn't even try because they have a whole list of which ones you can't send there. Right. But it, it's on that link. And, it, yeah, it has every single country and what you can't, can or can't send. And like I say, with, with shipping to, like, seven countries, I'll print that list out, hang it right here, and just yep. kind of glance at it and make sure. But if, if you were to, like, ship to 20 countries, man, that'd be a lot of looking because some of these lists like italy was crazy i wouldn't even try to ship to italy because they have
2: you can't import nothing really right they're really uh especially on the clothing they're kind of locked down on on a lot of that type of stuff so uh, yeah you
0: you can't you can't italy i can't even ship a t-shirt there because it's fabric
2: right yeah they're i guess that's basically to protect their uh huge business that they have i mean if you look think about it they do have a lot of uh you know manufacturing of goods and clothing and stuff so they're they're probably doing that to protect I mean, their and and i and family. i
0: understand it and i i kind of agree with it too because you know it's just like how how the chinese are killing us here because we accept everything you know right. Right. Hey, what's
1: up ryan good to see you buddy
0: and yeah if we would if we would stop that all that import stuff, we'd we'd be able to make even us as sellers would be able to make a lot more money because they couldn't buy the Chinese knockoff, cheap junk that's going to break shortly after you get it and wouldn't we're, be available. So they'd have to buy within the U.S., which would be it increase our sales for sure.
2: Right. We were having a, a chat at work yesterday, and it's funny that you guys bring that up as like how we're dependent on China with, uh, you know, production of goods and, and we, you know, money and everything else, you know what I mean? And, you know, also it's, it's give and take with, with uh, China with us, because they depend on us for, for business, how many factories and, and things that, uh, are running. But the the conversation got brought up because I guess something happened, uh, with, uh, um, like a, uh, like a sports gaming person or whatever, they won to a tournament and said something, and and it sparked all types of issues with uh, with China or something. It was like a esports type of situation. So, but yeah, like if if, if China would shut down, I mean, it would it would uh, it would raise a lot of our you know if we shut down a lot of stuff coming from China, the prices of stuff would go up because I mean, think about it, our uh, you know our labor is more expensive than anywhere, but. I'd rather pay for a better product than have some, you know, like you said, break every, uh, you know, two months or whatever. All right. I mean, I'm, I'm
0: guilty of it. I, we've bought things like when we came across Wish.com, it was like, oh my god, look at this, and it's pennies, you know. But now. I bought I bought a few things, some some fishing equipment. Destiny bought some jewelry she really liked, and the stones fell out of it like within three days. And the fishing lures I I bought
2: were just junk. And I, was like, eh, I wasted money, right Yeah, I mean, it's like the saying goes: you pay you get what you pay for. So yeah, you know, you take a chance, you hope it works out. And, you know, a lot of times at the end of the day. It was just wasted. Yeah, I mean, but I I did
0: buy my external for my phone. Nice. So external battery, ten ten, I don't know. It holds a lot. I bought this off of wish to, and that I absolutely love. I can I can go like three days on that battery, outsourcing and scanning and looking stuff up
2: without running out of battery. So that that's one thing that I bought. The and other I'd thing, probably buy another one. <laughs> The only thing I ever bought off Wish that I liked a lot, it was a Bluetooth, uh, like not a beanie, but like a, you know, uh, like a winter hat, like a Tosso hat, and like when I'm at work, I'm able to put that on and link it to my phone so I can listen to sports games. Like last night, I was listening to Kansas City, uh, Denver, and, you know, on Sundays, I work, you know, for the first half of like the first game, so. It's 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 been working you know rather well so that was that was one of the huge huge great finds that uh, I got from I can't remember what site it was I don't know if was Wish or another one of those you know similar sites like that but yeah but everything else I bought I bought like a mini GoPro one time and yeah (laughs) it wasn't a good buy at all. Craig
0: Craig said be careful be careful with the cheap batteries and chargers they can damage your phones. Um, yeah I fried I fried one of my vapes with uh, the import wish batteries. It just totally put it in and it just
2: smoked my vape
1: Really
2: yep. yeah I bought batteries off eBay once and you know they were supposed to be Samsung or you know one of the you know Sony's or whatever and I looked at it and there was a website that shows you like how you could tell a spot of fake from you know the originals and it was a fake, and the the buyer was like, he refunded me so fast after I caught him. He's like, please don't give me bad feedback, please. I, like, should be selling stuff and making it, you know, seem like it's, uh, you know, uh, authentic, you know, Sony or whatever. I was like, I can't use these, you know what I mean? Like, and they are pretty bad. Like, they would only last, like, 25% of the time versus, you know, my other ones that are the same, you know, what they were supposed to be, so... Yeah, I don't. I rather even use those unless like an emergency emergency situations. So, but yeah, definitely, if you, if you get something that's like a knockoff or whatever, like don't use it or, or be very very careful about using them at all. all. Right. Yeah. I'd say the
1: only thing I really liked I got from Wish was my uh, umbrella lights.
0: Yeah, I did get my photo lights. Uh-huh. I didn't get those from wish I got mine from Amazon but they were the same ones they of the, the, the limo studio or whatever yeah that, that I seen on wish and the the only complaint I had is when I got it I put in the one bulb I turned it on the little base and you know, all they had that fat base with the transistors or whatever in the, the coil bulb one out of the three smoked out right away but I just got a hold of the company that I bought it from and they sent me three other brand new light bulbs for it no problem. But my my whole lighting set only cost me 40 bucks and that came with the three lights four umbrellas and a bag to carry it all in. I having, I've been running it two years.
2: Trying to trying to find that link. Who did you said put that link in the chat for uh, for that FedEx? Uh, like, I think it uh, was Michelle. Michelle, I'm going here. I'll drop back. It. Yeah, please. I'll drop it in again. I wanna I wanna print those off so I have some information on a couple other countries and stuff that I wasn't selling to. I, I want to try them all until I have hmm. a problem. Because, I, like I said, I use the insurance, so if it gets lost or whatever. Then, you know, I'm I'm covered regardless. So I'm going to slowly add more and more as I go. Because I just want, I want the whole audience. You know what I mean? I, I don't, I, I wouldn't mind selling to, you know, the selling worldwide is a lot easier. You know, by just clicking worldwide and having the whole thing, then having to go in there and click each one. So it, it'd it be faster. So that's, that's my goal to, you know, open it up to everybody if, if able but I also have to do a lot of research. Uh,
0: it's telling me my link is fifty-three characters too long to post in chat. Michelle
2: posted
0: it. Oh, did she? Yeah.
2: How did she get a short link? Oh, she used the thing. Okay. Thank you, Michelle. Appreciate it. Yeah, I was I was doing research. Uh, you know, like I said, I called eBay and then I, you know, talked to them and then I was doing some after work and. You know, other than going basically to each one, I, I couldn't find, like, a big list of things. And that's why, like, for me, I was really shortening, you know, the things that I would add into my list. And originally, like, mainly was closed for the most part. And then, like I said, I was only doing, uh you know, X amount of the countries and stuff like that. But, I mean, with eBay, you know, now that I do Amazon and stuff like that, you know, anything I can add... to to increase my sales it's not going to cost me any money or whatever i'm 100 for and you know if it's if it's going to do simple export and selling sending more stuff international or or you know doing something else then i'm all for it so i would i would love to uh you know i I would love to have a 50 50 mix between uh amazon and ebay you know what i mean I, i love sourcing for ebay you know, I love going for the hunts and the treasure hunts and stuff like that. And I just wish we could uh, have more garage sale season because right now I think it's it's dead in the water as we speak. Yep. It's yep. gotten cold.
1: Yep. It's pretty much been season for me.
2: <laughs> yeah. That's what I was telling the wife. I says, better get used to this place because we'll be coming <laughs> here at least every once, every couple weeks.
1: Yeah, for sure. and that
2: up. and uh,
1: I try to go every week in the like, cold weather time.
2: Yeah, with uh, with it being in that area uh, of Merrowville, you know what I mean. Like with and having yeah. all those stores up there, I mean, it would be silly for me not to add a even if it's just an hour to go check it out. And, and and you know, kids, I guess permitting, I guess I should say, you know, because they can get cranky, but you know, they like running around there and yeah. And my son will find stuff every once in a while, but I I tell him not to really touch anything in the bins, but I want him to get cut or. Hurt or anything like that so
0: yeah our kids kids love going to the bins they get so excited and they got they got their own pairs of of like a a heavier suede like the outside is a neoprene type thing but the inside under the fingers is like suede so if they grab something there's a little more protection there nice but they they love the bins and you know my kids; they're they're hunters, they're sorcerers. You know, they they obviously their kids. They they look at the cool stuff for themselves too. Yeah. but They they take their own cart, and they'll bring a cart over. You know, and then we'll take a break and go through the cart of what they think you know could be resold. And I'd say out of them filling up a cart, at least a good third of it is is good
2: finds. Yeah. That's a huge plus for you, man. Like just being able to have. You know the x amount be you know be good it saves you a lot of time and you know really makes it a productive hunt for you when you go because like for me i have my my wife helped me like and anthony will get you know he could vouch she's she's going you know all in help with me just like i would you yeah. know she's digging she's in some and, good stuff yeah she found a, a clock radio that i think i have somewhere around there. but a clock radio like it's right here She found this phillips clock radio uh-huh. i mean it, it looked like it was never used i mean i plugged it in and everything that the instructions are still in there. everything's wound up real nice and everything so right now it's on uh yeah you know, it's, it's up on ebay and you know uh i think i'm the only listing on it so i put up for something high because it is a really nice clock radio and phillips is a good brand so yeah we'll see we'll see how it works but it's i put up as uh you know, uh, tested open box,
0: right. My My kids come in handy with, with plush because I don't know, I don't know the characters, you know. So, uh, like, oh, dad, this is from so and so movie, or this is from this movie, or this is from this show that you know is popular at the time. And if they tell me it's a good plush, it, it usually sells, yeah. Decent money. Yeah, that's like true. I don't know the characters. You know, they know all these characters from all these different movies, and so they're, they they actually are a great help. You know, when I when I sit back and think about, it, sometimes it's nerve wracking taking them because you got to keep an eye on them too. You know, yeah, for sure. Like we so, usually keep keep ours in the like you know in the and, buggy or whatever, right? So it's like it's nerve wracking. But then when I think about, well, you, you know, they help with this, they help with that, they do this for me. I mean my my daughter Jaslyn she wanted she wants to be part of the business. she's eleven years old, so as far as having her do things on the computer, you know she's not gonna list or anything yet, but her part is she keeps my work area like funky free. You know, I mean I I got stuff stacked all over, but she comes down once a week, she mops the basement floor because we have a painted floor. She'll Mm -hmm. wipe the shelves down and, and, and just kinda clean up stuff that I just leave here, like rolls of tape there or you know, some labels there. She gets them all back where they're supposed to be. So she's a big help that way. And then my son, he loves he's great at detailed cleaning products. So if I got something that's got a bunch of little nook and crannies, he'll get in there with a toothpick and Q-tips, stuff that I don't want to spend that time, you
2: know, cleaning yeah, it. That, that saves you a lot of time. I mean, just, you know, getting stuff ready to, to list. I mean, like shoes, for example. You know, that takes a lot of time to on certain shoes, depending on what you buy, Uh, you know, to clean them and have them look amazing for pictures and stuff like that. So, I mean, just taking that little – You know that part of it out of it frees you up to do other things which is great i can't wait for like my son's six you know so i I try to i let him try to you know participate you know uh you know like you said with the plush or like you know we went to a a store and he picked out a couple things i scanned like i i'm trying to get him uh You know to get involved and help me out and stuff like that and you know if it's a hot toy He just runs to it because he wants it so that helps me out a lot because then I put that in my memory bank and think for Christmas Like okay, well, I'm left to remember this one. Okay. We're gonna have to buy this now You know and and keep it for Christmas or whatever so I'm starting to uh, get some of my stuff listed Aaron Marcus said he used to sell a bunch of
0: alarm clocks can't give them away now he thinks uh, the cell phone killed the alarm There's two types of alarm clocks that I do really well with. One are the real old ones that have, like, the flip numbers. Uh-huh. You know, flip ones. And then these here. I'll uh, show you these. I've done okay
1: with, like, uh, gimmicked ones, you know what I mean? Like, hello, Kitty, uh, so
0: any it, of, like, those. It might be hard to see because when I clean them up, then I, I actually, like, seal them. Yeah wrap them up real nice but these are those sony dream machines yeah uh, and they make like the different either the the ocean noise or the, the jungle noise and stuff at night when you're sleeping I sell these like crazy and I, I find them at Goodwill all the time
2: I got two uh from the art <laughs> sales uh, this year and I haven't told them yet. my price might be a little high on them maybe I'm have to readjust and look and see so I'll be honest on a lot of things, like you know, like clothing and stuff like that. I'll just set my price at what I think it goes for, and then I go back and then I, you know, I, I don't I don't comp every piece or every item that, um, you know, that I look up or you know that I buy or whatever. You know what I mean? Like I'll just think what it. Look up if it's something like you know that radio that shit, that clock radio that I had. Now I looked up that or whatever because I mean that that could range anywhere you know, for example, say seventy to twenty dollars. So I wanted to make sure that I didn't have it something ridiculous, yeah, or, you know, something that, you know, I was gonna lose out on money eventually. Or obviously because if I set it twenty and I could have got fifty and it's all twenty four hours, I didn't want to shoot myself in the foot. So but clothing and some of that stuff I don't even like comp anymore. I just kinda set my price and let it let it ride.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm getting like that. That too, like like all my hats, I I post hats. I can list them so fast, you know. They're pre-owned hats. I usually like the sports hats. Uh, you know my hats, they're they're really clean. I don't pick them up unless they look like they've just been displayed, you know. Right. So my my hats, I sell. Usually, I post them for fourteen forty-nine plus shipping, and I'll I'll take offers of like twelve dollars on them. You know. Yeah, that's basically what I did too. Any, exactly. any sports hats, then I have like some novelty hats, Dr. Seuss hat or something like that. And then yeah. I'll just type into therapy, Dr. Seuss hat or cap, and just go by the average price. I don't spend a lot of time like, what does this particular hat or style go for? You know, I yeah. just, real general. I love selling hats. I, I do good. I You know, I have these totes. I think I showed it before. Now, this one here, which is probably what I'm going to work on today, yeah. is all hats, yeah, except for this. This is something that needs spot cleaning, yeah. But like, this is all all hats in there.
1: Are those listed or unlisted?
0: These are unlisted hats.
2: Yeah. Oh, lovely.
1: I don't have any unlisted hats left anymore, but I mean, Nate can attest just from going yard selling or the bins with me. Like, literally, I'll load up on hats yeah a nice looking hat it doesn't look like worn or anything like that i'll buy it
0: see like these things these things are like in mint shape you know oh, you know
1: what i probably do have a couple unlisted hats because i still haven't gone through that bins hall yet i'll probably record that video as soon as we're done here
0: and these things are are in perfect shape
1: uh-huh.
0: and and i can list them real fast i mean so like this hat and this hat i'm gonna list you know the same price two different teams two different makers a hat yeah. They're both fitted hats, and I, I just set them at, like I say, at at fourteen forty nine. I'll I'll take offers on them, yeah, just to move them instead of like, oh well, this hat from this style and this maker, like whether it's, it's um, what is that one, fifty nine fifty or something,
1: yeah,
0: versus uh, a
2: Cooperstown hat. There's probably a price difference, but I just do it right across the board. Yeah, that might be a little difference, but. You know, like I like I was saying, like if if you buy at a certain price, like all your hats, like say you buy them all for a dollar, two dollars, or whatever, like those New Era hats, those are good hats. You know I mean? If you got a box full of those, you did really well. Uh I would I would love to list all those New Era hats, and uh, you know you can go fourteen ninety nine plus shipping, add offers if you want, and just let it roll. You know what I mean? Just add the information, take pictures, poop poop poop, and then. You Could put 20, 30, 40 listings really quick that way, you know. But you don't need to take a lot of pictures for a hat, you know what I mean.
0: And I get hats, I get hit like this one. I might keep this one. This
2: one's pretty that. I like the one that had the city, like the skyline or whatever. That one you had, oh, yeah. That, that. I like that one. I'd probably kept that one. This one here, yeah, that was pretty neat. Uh, and I mean i'm saying these things are they're
0: they're mint shape you know it looks like somebody bought them and and displayed and i come across them like that all the time like all all of a sudden i'll go to a an store and they let's have a box of hats
2: in this condition sitting there what do you take for the box you know
0: get them out of here
2: okay <laughs> me and anthony went to that cluster so uh that, that cluster video he made um uh, out in pittsburgh they had a bunch of hats but they were just they're just a little bit too dirty for me, and and man, there were some good hats there. Like they had like one that had all the stickers on it, but it had like a giant black fingerprint on it. Like someone mm, had dirty yeah. hands, and just it was, a, yeah. and it was a white hat. And I'm like, man. And I remember walking up to Anthony, Anthony's like, "You ain't grabbing none of these hats." I'm like, "Nah," because I was like showing him some of them, and yeah, like some of the inside
1: hats actually. Like, Did you? Yeah, I, I don't buy any hats that are like dirty, like they have like the sweat well if, if they have sweat stains that can just be wiped off with a um baby wipe i'll get them but if it's right. like, the, like brown disgusting ones, I yeah. I'll deal with that because for me to be quite honest it's not worth putting more than just like a wipe down or like i get the lint rollers and uh if i can get it off with a baby wipe and a lint roller i'll buy them all day but if it's that, that's like this one i
0: paid i paid 10 cents for this i know it's gonna sell because yeah for sure. like all these employee hats Yep. but it, it does it needs a lint rolling
1: they but, had one uh just like it wasn't just yeah. like that but it was a domino's hat from like the early 80s at the uh that's a good one too they had a domino's hat from the early 80s at the bins it was just a little bit too dirty for me um, yeah yeah that that probably would have been like a, a at least a 30 40 dollar hat if it would have been in good shape
2: i bought a uh it was a domino's like delivery driver jacket it was, like, one of the first items that I probably sold on eBay, like, when I started reselling. And I found it at, uh, I think it was the sale or something, for, like, a dollar. And I sold it for 34 99 Like, it was, it, it still had the tags on it. Like, the guy never wore it or whatever. He must have got fired or whatever, like, right after he got his, like, you know, clothes, you know, his uniform and stuff. And, uh, yeah, I couldn't believe someone would pay that up, you know, pay that much for it. But that's what the comps were going for on on those type of jackets and stuff so what
0: what style hat
2: is this that's like a um, uh,
0: okay.
1: I would say it's like an old man style like uh, maybe like a
2: fedora? A, is that what they're called no
1: nah, fedoras are more of like uh they brimmed hats um that that may be a golf hat
2: yeah kind the style. it's kind
0: it's, it's of it's it's made of wool yeah
1: Hey, have a good day, D. Hopefully, you make a lot of money. If you uh, one if you're listening later, feel free to jump in the hangout at two o'clock. That goes yeah. for any of you guys that that want to come hang out. It's kind of I don't uh, old school picker says it might be a derby, um, but yeah, the, the hangout's open to everybody, guys. I'll be dropping links in the uh, chat. So um, Michelle says it's a newsboys hat. <laughs> newsboys
0: yeah that's what it reminded me like the old old, yeah yeah there's there's tons of hats man. and i mean these things are in great shape yeah i love hats that's this is what i am be working on
1: like i wear hats every day anyway so i always like to have hats in my rotation
2: but
1: um they're so easy to list so easy to store so easy to ship
2: right so, it's like, goes, look, look how many hats that was. That that stack so nice together too. You know what I mean? Yep. And you don't have to worry about them damaging or whatever. You just, yeah, that, you can basically that toad,
0: put a tote or a
2: bag uh, over them, and they're good. You know.
0: That tote is
2: two layers, or two too wide, two layers high, stacked like this. Yeah. Yeah, you probably have like eighty hats in there or something. Yeah, there's got to be, there's got to be, and I would say out of them. They look like are mostly all newer hats, which is amazing. Yeah, there, there's a like this one. I wouldn't. I can tell already by grabbing it.
0: This one I wouldn't sell because it's got like on the back here. I know it's got some marks. Uh huh. You know, okay. so this will probably become a
1: personal like hat. Ones, you could always use like awesome or like OxyClean or something on them.
2: Yeah, that, I mean that's not that bad. I would, I would clean it. Like try to clean it. and <laughs> You know if
0: anybody sees a hat you want let me know
2: we'll bypass the eBay fees Look, it's even brand
0: new attack. tag this well, one's kind you of you know great. I'm always
1: into the Pittsburgh slash
2: the I was looking for I was looking to see this one's sure. kind of nice starting bid on the bin is $5 <laughs>
1: <laughs> speaking of which anybody in the chat wants to make some money um today I'm going to be ordering a new scale um because um, the, the ones I have that work well are only up to a pound and I'm tired of using this for bigger stuff. It's just a pain in the butt. So I'm going to actually get a real scale today. Um, anyone has one that they're selling that okay. I'd rather give somebody I know the business rather than just a rando on eBay.
2: Right. You gotta get, you gotta get one of these Anthony.
1: Well, I want to get one of the ones that have like the, uh, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's, that's the exact, exact one I have.
1: thing that comes off. So. The thing that's
2: nice about this is you can put batteries in it, uh-huh. and you don't have to have it plugged in the wall. So, like when I do uh, Amazon shipments, you know the yeah. boxes are huge. Yep. You know, I don't ha- I could put this on my dining room table or my living room table, or not my living room yeah. table, my kitchen table. And because the box is so big, because I use it on my eBay, I put on this little shelf behind me, and you know nothing's too big. But you know, for this, I can just take carry anywhere and put it anywhere and and set it up and. And it, it just used two yeah. batteries and i mean i use it i mean i use 50 pound shipments and it's reliable and works really good so yeah i, think I paid third or i bought it on ebay i think i paid uh 20 bucks 25 bucks yeah like i'm gonna Apple. order one of
1: those today regardless of whether somebody has one they're selling or not. but i just figured i'd give you guys the option to make a little bit of money rather than You know, paying some complete rando, which I don't mind doing, but I I just I like checking with people in the community first.
2: Kelly has the red one that I have. Yeah, it's I mean it's a good skill. I mean, I haven't had any problems with it, but you know, I'm sure it's like a Chinese Chinese one or whatever. I'm just
1: so cheap, man. Like I don't upgrade the stuff I need until like I get sick and tired of the stuff I have. It was like the one thing I wanted to get early on was the Dymo. But other that's, than that like
2: that's the reseller uh, mentality man you you don't want to spend any money because in your in our mind it's almost like not a waste but you know just a, yeah we don't like the cost yeah. and that eats our our, our, our cash flow yep. you can't use that to go source stuff you know
1: yeah I mean I'm to the point now where like I can afford to spend twenty thirty dollars and it not like really affect what I can buy for the week right um, early on it was like yeah that's like flea market money or, or I mean uh, yard sale money and
2: uh, now it's, so now, it's now I, money. I don't
1: mind you know popping for a scale just because it'll make life easier all right but that human scale is such a pain in the butt to weigh stuff on yeah it weighs like less than 10 pounds it's like almost impossible to get an accurate reading
2: you might you might still want to use that for uh, for Amazon when you do your shipments because having that wider thing is yeah. nicer, so I would definitely keep that around yeah because that's the only that's the only downfall of putting a box a big 50 pound box on that or 40 pound box that's uh 22 by 18 by 18 or whatever and you got to have it right in the middle or it's gonna lean and touch the table and your your uh, shipping weights to be off yeah
1: I'm the same way Kelly I hate paying retail
2: Yeah, I, like I tell my wife all the time, like, she'll she'll find something in the store that she wants to decorate or whatever. I'm like, you know, we are going to the bins, you know, later this week or, yeah. you know, and, you know, she'll find stuff for the living room all the time. You know, she f- found this yeah. big target mirror that was $90 at the bins. That was, you know, nothing wrong with it. Yep. Because she, t- she uh, texted me the next day while I was at work, and she goes, I scored at the bins i'm like what do you mean what what did you get that i didn't see and she goes no no the mirror i'm like well i was like i don't want to ship a mirror she goes no uh, no silly that's that's for the house but i said uh you know uh, that probably was i don't know it was heavy so i'm guessing it was probably like five or six bucks or something we probably paid for it or whatever the yeah yeah thing fee for that was i don't know what it was but you know compared to even if it was 45 i mean that was huge savings
1: Looks like Tommy here to list some hats.
0: Or- yeah, I was, I was amazed out of out of the whole bin. There's forty. You called it pretty much on the same Forty sellable hats.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then there was four that I would not sell. Uh huh. On eBay, he so might end up in auction, but yeah, I wouldn't sell them on eBay. And uh, I paid ten bucks for the whole bin. Wow. Yeah, so I'm I'm pretty, pretty stoked. So yeah, the there's my 30. Hopefully, I can get these all listed today.
2: Like I say, have.
0: hats are pretty easy, you know.
2: Yeah. You have, you I'll send you to turn through hats. You probably have a thousand dollars in hats. Easy, right there.
1: I think I might film a uh, bins haul once we get done with this, so I can list some of the bin stuff today.
0: I mean, like I said, this one here it still has yeah a price tag on it. Yeah, I mean. Mm-hmm. So, oh, new era,
2: authentic performance headwear. I man, that's a that's a super score right there, man. Yeah. I wish I found deals like that. Like I say, I I come across them.
0: They're, the thing is, is they're usually all like Milwaukee Brewers, Green Bay Packers. You know, there's some. There's some odd ones like there's a couple of visors in here
2: even North Carolina an Adidas visor, Patriots visor, that Adidas stuff sells good. I sold a Adidas hat for a decent money. I think was fifteen bucks. I think I sold her fourteen bucks. I had in my what's Hold video, a couple of Napa racing hats. That's probably what I need to do. I need to do a what's Hold video. I haven't done one in a little while. So
1: I'm going yeah. to. uh
2: Oh that's, that's the uh, Texas no, that's, that's no oh, yeah,
1: Texas. that might be that
2: actually might be the That's a college team, Texas. Longhorns. I thought for a minute
1: that was the Brahma Bowl, but no, that's Texas. Yeah, you're right. Brahma Bowl is a little bit different.
2: If it didn't have the, the brown in it, it, it could possibly be, but because yeah, it is exactly. it has that brown, it's the University of Texas.
0: See, that's why I need to list them in a hail, because sometimes I don't know what they are, because I'm not a real big sports follower. Yeah. So I need your guys' help.
2: Hey. I'm I should send I'm this one to Tracy.
0: Guy. These are the style hats Tracy always Yeah, wear. she rocks those. It's a Jaeger. Hey, oh. Yeah, I could see her rocking that. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah, those are the kind of hats I always see her in. Brand new DC. I don't know if DC is worth anything. It's brand new. Uh huh.
2: Those sell. So. I don't know what they, uh, Yeah, what they go for exactly, but I'm sure they go close to what normally the new era hats to go for. Be a lifeguard. That's probably like a
0: five dollar hat right there. Yeah. Starline trucking. Anybody know anything about that?
1: What is that Starline? What trucking? Oh, that's cool. Yeah, trucking hat always sells. I've done. I've done well with uh, trucking stuff.
0: These see these I do real well with the beer hats. then it has like you know Green Bay. Green Bay. Those usually sometimes I can mark those up a couple bucks. I can you know I've gotten like 16 dollars for these if they're in real good shape.
2: It looks vintage.
1: So what do you uh what do you guys think I should do um today? Do you think I should get an early start on listing? being that I have the working hangout at two, or do you think I should go wear my GoPro to uh, Goodwill?
0: Well, do you need to source?
1: No, but I want to. I know. <laughs> that's, <laughs> my <problem. laughs>
0: that's my problem. <laughs> that's well, my problem. My
1: thing is, like, yeah, I got, like, a week's worth of videos right now. Normally, like, i've been real lazy at filming lately um full transparency outside of lives i've been super lazy with filming um so normally i'm like a three weeks to a month ahead on like pre-recorded videos i only have about a week's worth of content right now so i was thinking about just going and grabbing a quick video like in between the end of this and the beginning of the hangout but i guess it depends because i want to record this Ben's hall in between two, so that way I can actually yeah. list my bin stuff.
2: Yeah, I would just, I would just do the bins haul. Yeah, I mean, if you already have a, a video basically there and you want to list the stuff, that's a, yeah. you know, two birds one stone type situation right there.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm just feeling major FOMO because I haven't like, I haven't really sourced this week at all.
0: You, you know, you know, you got a sickness when you're going through sourcing, sourcing withdrawals. I know. I go through that
2: big time because I only source basically like twice a week. I've like forced
1: myself not to source much at all since I've been back from Derek's because my house was so overrun with inventory. So, like, I get to the point where like I miss it. I feel like I'm missing out on all kinds of good deals because I've been stuck in my dungeon listing.
2: I miss the art sales already, man. Like, I've been it's almost
1: like, fear of missing out.
2: There you go. Yeah, I, like mean, it do it so bad.
0: I should wear this because it's got my name on it. It
1: does,
0: yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was like, like yesterday we rented a post office and we were coming back. And on Thursdays, we have that $7 bag sale that I was telling you about at our local thrift store. It's like, oh, it's Thursday, $7. I was like, we don't need no more stuff right now. <laughs> <laughs> if I go in there, I know I'm, I'll say, well, I'm just going to go in there and look for like i'm gonna scan the store real quick and see if there's yeah. any really good finds but then i end up with stuff like this that's listed for 50 cents that i know i'm gonna pull 15 bucks out of
1: yeah I
0: end up with a cart full of that stuff and then it sits down here in a
2: pile
1: yeah
2: that's i mean why it's just I, like having money in the bank you know that's, that's why i like force myself to list the some of my bin stuff already because like the last time we went to the bins i didn't list one thing yet really Yeah, I still have it. I mean, a lot of the stuff was for the kids. Like, they found a lot of toys and they wanted, like, and stuff like that. And my wife found a bunch of knickknacks because she likes that type of stuff. So, probably half the trip it was, uh, you know, stuff like that. But this time it was more stuff for resale. And I already (laughs) sold one of the things that, uh, you know, that uh, pumpkin jack o' lantern thing that makes it a BB 8 or whatever it was. uh, Yeah. Star Wars. That was pretty cool. Sorry, I got some of my money back. That was uh, 10 bucks out of my 50 so far. Minus fees, of course. And I have a big box. It's a big old box. A
0: plush I got to get listed too. If I can get yeah. those two things out and put away in inventory, that would free up a lot of room.
1: Yeah, I keep telling I have- myself I got to get going on plush because I have five of those zippered Ikea bags filled with plush that are not listed yet. And then I have, I think... Only three that are filled that are listed, and I can fit two totes in one of those zippered IKEA bags. So,
0: that's that's a, a, see, I, like moronic past. I said I don't need to. I don't need to source for a year yet. I still go to flea markets on Sunday looking. Yeah. It's it's a sickness, man. It
2: is. It it's because we, we fear that we're going to miss like the super score of a lifetime. Yeah. You know oh,
1: that is fun. You know, what yeah. I get mean? to like, be that weird guy who wears a GoPro at Goodwill. You
2: know, I always like how I get the looks, and some people they'll purposely like run out the way, like yeah, just, they'll just scatter. Like I went to the Staples one day, and uh, I had a couple look at like look towards me, and I had my you know my book bag cam on, and yeah. next you know they just like took off like like I was like some special like like code ops thing or something. I like that
1: though, you know what I mean? Like when people see coming with the GoPro. And then they just get out of your way because typically right. like if you don't have that people are just like in your way getting all the good deals they like, oh crap this guy's coming around the corner with a camera let me get out of the way
0: so when you guys wear your cameras your GoPros how, how do you wear them when you go like into the thrift stores do you hold them do you cat clip them
2: back like and it then this
1: goes over my shoulder so like I'll be walking around the goPro will be like right here
2: okay that's why sometimes you guys will see the beard cam because uh depending on where the book bag sits yeah. it, it kind of catches some of this uh fluff so i gotta brush it down or maybe uh pull it, until it little, uh, yeah just go i guess and <laughs> push for that like
0: this now i gotta find the book bag
2: and i i'm sure i have some down here cause I Yeah, the the clip that I have, and the one I sent to Anthony, the link—it was like nine ninety-nine on Amazon for it, so it was, uh, you know, yeah, pretty it's, reasonable. And it it works works pretty good in my super. opinion.
1: Hey, I'll show it to you real quick. I already got crap on it.
2: I don't know if that's the same exact one that the uh, RVA flips uses or not. I,
1: I think it uses a different one. This yeah.
0: one. Um... Turn it
2: sideways. No, like.
0: you know what i got one of the, one of those came with my kit and i thought it was like to wear around your wrist or something
1: <laughs> i mean i guess you probably could if you have a little wrist but yeah that,
0: I was like it's kind of small it's kind of tight oh, yeah but you
1: just like... basically strap it around the uh backpack yeah. thing and then here let me pull out my actual GoPro so i can show you i put it back in my backpack because i didn't know if i was gonna go goodwill after this so i'm prepared Get it off of Jerome here. What
0: what do you use your backpack for besides holding your camera?
1: Um I put like IKEA bags and like <laughs> bin gloves and stuff like that. So your
2: batteries, typically your both battery of
1: them cars. come with this like little clippy thing on the bottom. Mm-hmm. Um so it'll literally slide right in. So then while I'm walking you know what I mean it'll be like I, I normally face mine down a little bit so you can see like when I'm reaching for stuff, but you can also see because it's like wide angle with the lens, so you can see in front of me too. So, yeah, that's literally all, all you do, and then slides in and out, real easy. Same mm-hmm. as it does with the, uh, with the stick.
2: Yeah, because what the what the with the backpack like that, you have both hands, you know, digging in the bins, or if you had a yard sale, I'm not, I'm able to source and look up stuff if I wanted to comp and see what something yep. was, or you know, or you know whatever if i'm you know you're a yard so you see a bunch of good stuff you want to hurry up and throw it in your hands and keep going and grab more stuff so it, it just you know you're able to source like basically like normal versus you know, you're holding a camera people looking at you with the camera like this you know having it on your shoulder i mean it's, it's it's a little better than you know having like
0: right. that's why i camera. haven't really filmed anything because i'm like well
2: i got the hat clip you know where i
0: can mount it on my hat and kind of tilted down so you can see what I'm looking at, or but I'm like, wow, that's real obvious, you know. You got this big thing on the <laughs> rim of your hat, and then I also have the, the chest like strap where it would sit like right here.
2: Yeah. Like,
1: so, you just got to at some point get to a point where you just don't give a crap what people think,
2: yeah. I get where so. I'm at you know. right
1: now. Like, it, it's a little different when you're going to somebody's house, like when you're going to a private residence with it. Like, for me, up until this point, I've, I've just been using my phone, but literally like i'll walk i'd be walking around just like with my phone like this like up against me and just like you know i mean getting footage that way i mean sometimes it's like i just don't give a crap because there's a lot of people around and no one's seeing. i find it but
0: i find it real easy to to film with my phone yeah not this way though only up and down if i'm wearing a pocket shirt because the oh yeah you know there comes about right there so yeah. it just looks like i got my phone in my pocket
1: i know? saw uh kelly went live at the uh thrift store the other day hip flipping mama and she was like guys you're gonna be in my cleavage cam." so I, I don't know if she like, like <laughs> just rest but then she out her phone she's telling me hey say hi to youtube you know like really? kelly kelly gives like zero craps so, like she'll straight up you know she'll film wherever so
2: lindsey glenn did that she did a cleavage camp she even had like a uh like a jacket and then she had like between the jackets so like you really feel like you're like in between (laughs) yeah yeah, I seen that one that was a while ago yeah that was an older one I seen that it was it was just funny because like the whole vantage point and just how you're hidden it it was just funny like how it's situated
1: (laughs) well at least you know somebody walks by and makes eye contact with they're looking at
2: right like huh (laughs) I knew you were looking at my face (laughs) All right. Well, yep. we still got
0: we still got uh 31 people watching now, but we probably should wrap it up because D yep, going to be starting. Yeah. Yep. And I need to take a potty break, refill my coffee, and.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna film this uh this hole here, and then I'm gonna get something to eat. Take the yeah. take the dogs out, feed the cat.
2: Yeah, I'll definitely come in at uh at two with you because like I said, I, basically this weekend's eBay weekend for me. I got a lot of stuff to list and go through and listings to edit and uh-huh. you yeah, know, I have tons of stuff to do here. So uh I would love to, to do a workout, so it'll keep me uh motivated versus drifting off into sourcing online. <laughs> yeah. Well if
0: if you get bored, Nate, you're not doing nothing. Maybe if you wanna wanna run run something for an hour or something before Anthony starts his. Keep each other motivated and moving. For sure. Yeah, I, have to get I, I
1: may jump in too because it, there's a chance I might stay behind. It just depends.
0: And yours, you got I got two hours and I
1: have to film a video like pretty much right after this.
0: So you're, you're starting yours at two, you said?
1: Two, yeah. I, I just did that to give D enough time to take her time with her show.
0: Are you scheduled for it?
1: Yeah, I'm scheduled.
0: Let's, you got a link handy or... Otherwise, I can drop the link so people can...
1: Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. I dropped a link in our uh, Facebook group, too. I'm going to re-drop the Facebook link, too. If you guys aren't uh, part of our Facebook group, go ahead and uh, join. Uh, we're looking to grow that and uh, basically just use that as a good place to help each other, promote each other, motivate each other, that type of thing. Uh,
0: accountability. So- I like the accountability post you did. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, that, I, post it on, I post. I followed up with a comment on it, like I want to get 30 things done today. Yeah. I, I have plans over the weekend, so I need, I need to, I need to get on the wall. And then at the end of the day or tomorrow, I'll, I'll let you
2: guys know if I accomplished my, my goal of 30 things. Nice. Yeah, I want to start doing like a momentum board or something for myself. Like, need to do something. Need to do something. So, I just approve three,
1: three people to join the uh, group. Thank you for asking. Uh, anybody else that wants to join, please click that link. We'd appreciate it. Um, but I'm going to find the link that we have for the show later on.
2: Sean Jones says, "Yeah, yeah the right." First um, YouTuber to record with a garage sale with a selfie drone. <laughs> That'd be crazy. If I had a
1: drone, I would do that. So If anybody wants to donate a drone, I'll do all kinds of crazy stuff with it.
2: I mean, it would,
0: it would, be that would be neat you far could far get, far. if you could get a drone. I mean, maybe they have it. I don't know. I'd love it.
1: I have the GoPro. I could hook up to the drone. So,
0: so It would be neat like if you could a get drone. a drone, like if you wear a device where the drone would just stay within a certain range of you. Oh, that would be awesome. Film you without you having to sit down. How are you going to garage sale and operate your drone and make sure you're getting the right footage angle? I mean, if you could get somebody to do that for you, it would be awesome. Yeah. Follow you around with a drone.
1: I'll fly one over there from Pittsburgh.
0: <laughs> That'd be cool. All right, yeah, then. I got to look into that momentum board. I'm going to have to go back and watch Lonnie's video on it. To see exactly like what he's putting on there and
2: i think from what I've seen, I, need to do like, I need to motivate from what i've seen that from what i remember it was like the amount of listings per day and then what the total amount of the items listed you know if they sold for full price what they were and then just basically like a weekly and a monthly total from what i remember i mean i could be wrong with it but yeah it's yeah, yeah it's so, a pretty cool okay. idea
1: I just posted the link to to the uh, working hangout at two p.m. So if you guys want to join, um, please come watch. But uh, I'll also drop links if you want to come be kind of on the panel and hang out with us too. That's open to everybody. You don't have to be a content creator. Um,
0: right. And that's kind of cool. It's fun to to get to know people a little bit more. You know, I and love
1: profits. is probably about forty-five minutes for me.
2: Munhall for me is probably like. Uh, yeah, probably about forty-five minutes, I think, or maybe a little less. Yeah,
1: because
2: that's towards uh, I think it's in the McKeesport area, so it might be a little less for I'm
1: me. pretty sure it's over by like South Side, isn't it? Mm,
2: like, no, you know? I don't. Maybe I, it is, think, I don't
1: know. Some somewhere in between.
2: I think I think Munhall is by like, isn't it by like White Oak in it?
1: I don't know. I, I always thought Munhall was like near the South Side.
2: Maybe I'm wrong. Know. Yeah, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I mean, yeah, basically, for me, come, come hang out.
2: Yeah, basically, for me, everything's like 45 minutes away from Pittsburgh area. So, well, look at that. What that?
0: John Jones says that's exactly what a selfie drone does. It, it locks onto a person or object and just hovers and follows.
1: That's awesome, dude.
0: So, I'm looking them up, and now I see them as cheap as 100 bucks. Yeah.
2: Too bad the so, garage sale season's over. No.
1: Okay, so it's close to Squirrel Hill. Okay. Yeah, at Squirrel Hill, I'm probably maybe a half hour, 35 minutes, um, something like that from Squirrel Hill. Um, Squirrel. So if you want to get together sometime, just let me know. Like, we, we can hit up the bins, we can just go out to eat, you know, we can do something. Um, yeah, I, guess I love to meet Yesterday's live. Um, I, I want to put together a network of the people close to Pittsburgh. That way, we can kind of work together, help each other, hang out together. Like I, I would love to maybe even do like a monthly gather gathering of all the people in the area. You know, maybe go out to like Permane Brothers and you know eat or go out for wings or do something. You know what I mean? Just you know, just to yeah. it, it's a lonely business. Why not do it together? Type thing
2: you know, yeah, I have a couple of ideas like you know, like the pallets, like Anthony was talking about, or storage lockers, even like buying bulk shipping supplies. Where yeah. you know, we we all save money and, and help each other. You know, you know, make more money. You know what I mean? Like that would be, you know, a great thing. You know, to help everyone out, and uh, you know, because let's face it, you know, a lot of us aren't super mega sellers where we can spend thousand dollars on shipping supplies and get it cheap like we need like it would be great to get and be a lot cheaper so we can you know all group up together and grab stuff that we all use and you know even like even like i was thinking about buying a a bubble machine where i make bubble wrap you know what i mean and make my own bubble wrap i mean that would be awesome and that would save everyone tons of money because shipping on bubble wrap is what is a lot of the cost and what you know what it is and stuff so
1: Chris just said, "Now I'm forming a faction." Absolutely, you want to join, Chris? That's
0: check, awesome. check out how small those selfie drones are, man.
1: That's really cool.
2: I'm gonna have to get one, dude. <laughs> it is, that is that is neat. What was that fifty like fifty nine ninety nine? it was. It was eighty nine ninety nine. Eighty oh, you nine. Know. Yeah, I mean I, that's not too bad. I mean they're they're little, but that's cool because then you just go, you know. Right, uh, and not join
1: from Tennessee, man. It'll just be the Tennessee chat. That's all right.
2: Yeah, I mean, if we did a, a a gathering or a a meetup or whatever, you know, it doesn't have to be just Pittsburgh people. If someone wanted to make the drive and come up, I mean, for sure. sure. Well, sure I don't mean that's
0: are, are gonna work on coming out that way. If you come
1: out, you can stay at my house for free.
0: Yeah, we'll take you up on that too. I, which I haven't mean?
1: I haven't ran it by Ashley yet, but I'm pretty sure Ashley likes you guys. So I don't think that'll be a problem.
0: And that's how we are too, you know. If anybody ever wants to make it over this way, like like Rebecca, the, the flipping cruiters, they yeah. came. You know, we had a we had a camper. We had a, we have a pop up. You know, they stayed in there, so they had their own space. It's kind of cold for a pop up now, but yeah. I actually been looking at at regular full size campers because I got a long long. I'm in town, but I got a long driveway. I could put on so I can go at like a thirty foot camper for people come, you know, I know some people are kind of odd about staying in in a house, you know, especially we don't really know the person all that well. Yeah. So I was think, actually thinking about buying a, a camper, use camper, decent, you know. So people, you want to come by? Yeah, you you got your own space, you don't have to feel weird about it. That's really cool.
2: Yeah, know. that is awesome.
1: Yeah, I mean, you guys would basically be staying in our spare bedroom, which is like Ashley's closet, so.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would yeah.
1: be like, Ash, grab the clothes you need, like, now, because, like, once that door closes, who knows what Tommy and Destiny are
2: up? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you that either the you'd be sleeping with clothes or you'd be sleeping with plush because of that massive uh, Disney collection that you, you guys <laughs>
1: Touché. got.
2: Touche. Oh, yeah. I figure. mean, we do have Party and Anthony downstairs. Heck yeah! Be sleeping with the Party and Tigger and TV and TV. And, uh, and Eeyore. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know we're not going to be able to do
0: anything before the the end of the year. You know, yeah. After
2: after the new year,
0: but we, we probably should be pretty pretty good to, I to mean, take there, the time.
1: There's a lot we can do too. You know what I mean? Like I can take you snorkeling at a lot of the hot spots if you guys come out this way. You know, we can do meetups with like Nate. We can do meetups with like a lot of the local guys. You know, anybody that's like close to Pittsburgh, yeah. we'll meet up with them. Um,
0: you know, so. and that, that's the same around here too. You know, I'd like to do a meetup in this area probably closer to Appleton than to to where i live because i live nowhere you know and uh i mean if you wanted to have like a fun meetup we got the dells man where if you want to just put it on vacation mode for a couple of days there's tons of stuff to do there but if you want to do like a sourcing meetup me and destiny spent four days in appleton and this is why i want to move there four days in appleton we got up we ate our, our awesome complimentary breakfast from the motel at six in the morning. We're out the door till like five six o'clock at night. We still were not able to hit every thrift store in the area. Wow! Like
2: we hit like maybe a third of them. Yeah. Wow. You must have a, a lot of thrift stores. I mean, we have some, but we'd have known it's near.
1: Profits coming out your way in the summer, Tommy. What's that? Peddling profits is coming out your way in the summer
0: hit hit me up i i love to meet people like i say i don't have any resellers we don't have a lot of friends here i don't like the town we live in i don't care for the people it's one of them places that like you drive through and people will come visit and they're like oh it's so nice here it's so cute until you live here and you learn the inner workings of the, the county yeah but anybody gets up this way man or even close well, we'll travel. I have no no problems with jumping in a car and driving two hours, you know. Old
1: school picker has the same dream as you, Tommy. Live in an RV and just travel the world sourcing.
0: Yep, that's that's exactly what I want to do. That's why I want to ramp the, the Amazon.
2: Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, you think about it. You, you, you know, you're going to all these stores and stuff. You're buying stuff. And as long as it's a good enough ranking or whatever, I mean, it's basically cash in your pocket for the difference that that you're sending it in with. You know what I mean? So
1: I would love to go to San Diego, Gary.
2: Yeah, I I, I would love to go. I mean, to I've never been to California or I love Florida. I've been there so many times, you know, every
1: year. Ash is like obsessed with uh, Disney this rate. So. I'm trying to talk her into. Uh, I want to go to the UK, like really bad. I've been wanting to go there for like several years now, and it just keeps getting put on the back burner for Disney and cruising and all that other stuff. But yeah, I want to. I want to go over to the UK, spend like a week or two there. Hmm. I might go to Australia too, and like I want. I want to go all over the world. I want to go all these places I haven't been. She keeps wanting to go to the same places.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of things that. uh you know, we're, we're, a lot of areas that are beautiful and the food and the culture. and I was you know. here, West Mac Gary, he so you guys should come to San Diego. I was
0: just talking to Destiny about that. I, I want her to, because I, I think it's beautiful down there in the San Diego and like Chula Vista area. And so, I want to take Destiny out there to see what that's like, because it's completely different than anything she's used to. So, Driftmon like
1: just posted a video. Make sure you guys check that out at some point today always have real good content
0: let me check it out let adventure Bandman.
1: yeah she wants uh michelle said i could talk her into disneyland paris she wants to go all the different ones uh for the longest time i wanted to go to japan to uh wrestle whenever i was still wrestling professionally and Ash wanted uh, nothing to do with it at all. And uh, now that they have a Disney over there in Tokyo or whatever, now she wants to go to freaking Japan real fast. I
2: didn't even know there was a Disneyland in Paris or... Uh... Yeah,
1: they're they're putting them everywhere now. Pretty much, I think my only chance to get to the UK is whenever they do a Disney over there, and then I can talk to her to go. And...
2: Yeah, I had no idea that they were all over like that.
1: Yeah. Hey, Tommy. He says he thinks D is off today. Oh really? Hey All Tommy, right. I uh, said to Tracy earlier. Um, I was watching your show last night, and I thought it'd be a really cool concept if um, one of these mornings you guys invade the morning show.
0: Look at that invite, Gary says. Any of you guys come to San Diego, I'll pay for your entire hotel stay.
1: Um, what? Wow. How I, soon can I come, Gary? <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's that's a heck of
2: an invite. That's generous.
1: Yeah. Absolutely.
2: Yeah, that's awesome. I
1: appreciate that.
2: Dude. Now you got oh, me thinking, I made days I got left, happens. I can go vacation. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That'd be nice to go down there like that Set of winter, get away from this cold, man.
2: Right. The, sure. the, the weather change went from, you know, 90 degrees, now it's like 40s and 50s. Like, really fast. Like, it didn't go to, like, to the 70s where you can kind of get, like, yeah, you know. We didn't, we didn't have
0: that medium weather. It, no. it went from, from hot to cold.
2: Yeah, it, it just flicked the switch. And, you yeah, know, I went from running ACs to now possibly starting to run my heat. Like, that's what I contemplated this morning when I woke up. It was pretty cold in my house. And I'm like, so I kicked the heat on. And I'm like, I really don't want to kick the heat on. So I just, I just kicked it for a minute just to, like, warm it, you know. Get a little warm, yeah. You know, warm the house. Just give it a little touch of heat.
0: Right. We're actually supposed to to touch into the low sixties today and tomorrow, and Sunday. So I'm kind of excited about that.
1: That's awesome, Gary. I'll honestly, dude, I, I will most likely take you up on that sometime because I've never been to the West Coast and I've always wanted to. And uh, one of my uh, really good friends is. Uh, He he's not he's from Ohio, but he lived a lot of his life in San Diego, and he like talks about San Diego all the time. So I've always wanted to check it out. So
2: yeah, the farthest I ever went was uh, Minnesota for me. So I mean, you know, you watch all these movies and TV shows, you see how California is and San Diego area. It's beautiful and the beaches and stuff. I would love to be out that way.
1: Morning, Ansley. trying not
2: to call you dude today, like I did a couple <laughs> weeks ago. I haven't seen her in a while. She's been hiding.
1: I see her all the time on Tommy's channel.
2: Tommy's I'm, used, I'm usually sleeping by the time Tommy. Uh, I've been trying to go to bed earlier. I've been. I was, I was usually staying up and listening and, and like just watching, you know, YouTube and stuff. And then I switched back to a little earlier schedule and trying to wake up earlier now sometimes i'd I'd sleep in and and have to hurry up and pack and just go to work so i didn't like that because i wasn't i didn't have like any morning time like i need time to wake up and stuff so i just switched my schedule
1: around
2: yeah yeah tommy tommy and tracy do a great job in their show i like watching their contact they're funny and stuff yeah for sure right
1: i'll even go back and watch it sometimes like after it's over like if i miss it which i normally don't because i like that's like the sound in my house. Like after they go live, because like Ash normally goes to bed early because of work. So I just throw them on my phone, and you know, I mean, I'll just listen to them all night.
0: But all right, guys, I think I'm think I'm gonna shut this down because cool. I got I got to take a potty break. I got to stretch my yeah. back, and. I got a whole tub of hats. I got to get listed. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So
1: anybody that wants to uh, come join us at 2 p.m. on my channel, we'll be doing a working hangout. So nothing spectacular. We're just trying to motivate each other to get some listings done because I've been a bad boy this week and I haven't listed a whole lot. So I need to rectify that. Start the weekend off strong. No. Yep. Uh, dude, last night was awesome, Tommy. Having Sahir and Ronnie on. I Enjoyed that show.
0: And then for anybody that isn't isn't subscribed to nate i do have his his link down in the description oh thank you thank you make, make sure you cool. head over there and
1: let's get him to 200 guys he's been in like these 170s and 180s too long let's get this into 200 look at that beard you you mean to tell me that beard is not worthy of 200 subscribers <laughs> that beard alone should have 200 subscribers
2: right it's it's resell approved Exactly. All right, guys.
0: I'm going to hit that M button.
1: All right. We appreciate you guys. We'll see you on.